Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. Messiah, the justifier, my sanctifier, redeemer from the curse. He's the chief of shepherds who shall soon appear, a messenger with pretty feet, the Lord who's ever near. He is the fourth man in the fiery smoke. He's the great baptizer in the Holy Ghost. He's our burden bearer. Savior and our Lord He's the wonder worker He's the Son of God With everlasting kindness With everlasting kindness The Lord will have mercy on me Saith my Redeemer My Lord and my Savior Jehovah Shalom, Lord of Peace The mountains shall depart And the hills be removed but your kindness shall not depart from me With everlasting kindness, with everlasting kindness The Lord will have mercy on me He's the faithful pastor strengthening the faint He's the Lord coming with ten thousands of his saints He's the King of glory, He's the great I Am. He's the lover of my soul, the seed of Abraham. He's the living fountain, He is the Prince of Peace. He's the Son of Righteousness with healing in His wings. Jesus Christ, our leader, keeper of the fold, the captain of salvation, the bishop of my soul. With everlasting kindness, with everlasting kindness, the Lord will have mercy on me. Saith my Redeemer, my Lord and my Savior, Jehovah Shalom, Lord of peace. The mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but your kindness shall not depart from me. With everlasting kindness, with everlasting kindness, Lord will have mercy on me. The mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but your kindness shall not depart from me. With everlasting kindness, with everlasting kindness, Lord will have mercy on me. Reading from Matthew chapter 8, Jesus has just come from uh, the centurion's home. And Jesus said to the centurion, Go thy way, as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. 
and the centurion's servant was healed in that selfsame hour. Then in verse 14 of Matthew 8, we begin to read, And when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her. And she arose and ministered unto them, or she waited on, on him or them. And when the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word. He cast out the spirits with his word, and healed all that were sick. Verse 17, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself, took our infirmities, and bare our sicknesses. So Jesus took our infirmities, and he bare our sicknesses. First Peter 2.24 says that by the stripes of Jesus we were healed. I want to read from chapter 9 of Matthew now. And uh, Jesus entered into a ship, passed over, and came into his own city. And behold, they brought to him a man, sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, Jesus observing or seeing their faith, as said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer, thy sins be forgiven thee. And behold, certain of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemeth. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherefore thank ye evil in your hearts? For whether it is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins, then saith he to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up thy bed, and go unto thine house. And he arose and departed to his house. Jesus said in John 10 and verse 10, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. The Bible also says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. That's out of Galatians chapter 3. God wants us to be healed. He wants us to be a blessed people. He's made provision for that in giving his son. Jesus came, took the stripes on his back, and with his stripes we were healed. God wants to give us good things to enjoy in this life here and now. Now, I realize that many of us have already received the good things that God has given. God has given us health. God has given us strength. He's given us prosperity. God has given us healing, mental, emotional, and physical healing. And God has blessed us with wonderful families and many other things that we rejoice in. Did you know, however, that there is an enemy that will try and will, and, and will try to steal and destroy all that God has given you? Many of you who are listening have already lost many of the blessings of God. Many of you who are listening are in danger of losing some other of the blessings of God. My desire is to help you. Here are three things that the devil wants to do. I want you to know that you do have an enemy. The enemy is the devil. I'm going to give you three passages of Scripture that tell you three things that the devil is intent on doing to you if you remain ignorant of his devices and allow him to do so. The first one is found in Matthew 12 and verses 43 through 45. It says, When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, 
seeking rest, and findeth none. Then he saith, I will return into my house from whence I came, and when he is come, he findeth it empty, swept and garnished. He Then goeth he, and taketh with him seven other spirits, more wicked than himself, and they enter in, and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first. John 10.10, 10, The thief cometh not but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come, that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. Then 1 Peter 5 and 8 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil is as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Now you'll notice these particular scriptures tell us three things. That the devil is determined uh, to do these things. He said in the book of Matthew, I will return unto my house. So he called your body his house. He said, I will return. In John 10, 10, he said that he will steal, kill, and destroy. In 1 Peter 5 and 8, uh, he says that uh, uh, devour. He will devour. These are three things the devil is determined to do. To return, to steal, kill, and destroy, and devour. Now, this message will help you know how to keep the devil from accomplishing his goals. I believe it is possible in these days to stand fast as more than a conqueror. I believe that God is going to help you as you listen to meditate upon the truth given in God's word. We are to meditate the word day and night. It is medicine to all our flesh. And uh, I'm a pastor. As a pastor, I teach the Bible to help people grow in the knowledge of God and learn their rights and privileges in Jesus Christ. I think of how privileged that I am to be able to share the word of God with many hungry hearts. I love the body of Christ. I count it a joy to share the good things of God. It's a tragedy when men preach nonsense, unbelief, doubt, and frivolity, waste people's precious time. What a responsibility we have to teach something that will make a person strong, a better Christian. As a pastor, I continually ask myself after I preach, have I done any good? Did I feed anybody? Did I bless anybody? Did I really help the needy people who listened today? My friend, I want to help you. My deepest desire is to inform God's people of the precious grace, mercy, and knowledge of God. You need to know how to rise up in these last days with a personal knowledge of who you are in Christ and not have to depend on special personalities. You can stand in the thick of the battle, unwavering, unfaltering, with the name of Jesus Christ, and send the devil fleeing in terror from you. It's important that you know how to keep what God has already blessed you with and given you. God has given many of you much. Many of you are enjoying the blessings of God. Many of you are enjoying wonderful health, financial prosperity, emotional stability, uh, mental peace, and marital blessings. Many, many blessings of God. The Bible says, Give no place to the devil. Ephesians 4.27. On the contrary, God says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. That's in James 4. Did you know that you can lose your blessings by ignorance as well as sin? Hosea 4.6 says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. What people need is not inspiration. They need information from God's word. Let's look at the word of God and get Bible information that will help us. In all three texts quoted in the beginning of, uh, of our message, 
we have a revelation of three things the devil is determined to do. In Matthew 12, he said, I will return. The Lord Jesus revealed that it is the devil's stated purpose to come back against you. He wants to re-enter your life in some phase. He said, I will return to my house. He's too ignorant to know that your body is the temple of God. He still thinks it's his house. Ephesians 2 tells us that we once belonged to him, but Ephesians 2.5 says that now we belong to God even when we were dead in sins. Hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved. 1 Corinthians 6, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.